The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, the post-draft podcast, that is. I am your host, Raider Greg, and we're going to hit that draft, and we're going to hit it hard from every freaking angle, because, well, just like in Raiders fashion, we don't fuck around during the draft. You will never know what the Raiders are going to do, and, well, we're going to hit that all, like I said, on this show. Show 193. Okay, Nation, here we are, man. We got all kinds of aspects and all kinds of things going down. Well, the draft was very, uh, you know, Darren McFadden, I thought if we could get him, it'd be a great pickup. I know we needed a defensive tackle as well. Any one of those choices would have been good for me. But uh, I'm glad. I'm so happy we got Darren McFadden because we're going to see an instant payoff. If we don't, well, you know, them's the breaks. But it looks pretty damn good from here. And if you watch any of his film, you will see that he is the rocket man. Once he blows through that first line, I'll talk to you later, man, because he leaves everybody in the dust. The last 20 yards of his 41.8 seconds. That's moving, Padna. Anyway, before I get too much into that, you know, I'm going to tell you all right now that everybody had a, you know, there's grading. Everyone's Yahoo's grading, SI's grading. All the sports gurus are grading the draft. Who did good? Who did bad? And, you know, just like I've said in the past and I've been reminded of recently, it's a crapshoot. The draft is a crapshoot. You know, uh, you really are taking your chances, even though a college player could be excellent. You know, I'm saying Darren McFad, man, <laughs> running in the SEC, the toughest defenses in college, you got to know that this man could put the ball down the road. So uh, we're going to welcome Darren McFadden right into the family of the Raider Nation. And that's for sure, because... Uh, He's going to be the new hero you watch. Bring a whole lot of fucking excitement to the Coliseum. That's what we need there. We've been needing something like that for some time. And as far as the media are concerned, I can't even believe what they've been saying just recently. Uh, Mel Kuyper was the only one who said that was a good pickup. But, of course, he had to temper that with, well, with the rest of the Oakland Raider team, we'll just have to see. And it's always a big laugh fest at the Raiders' uh team and history and all this other crap that, of course, the media have to throw out there. You know, <laughs> nobody could be happy for us except for us. So be freaking happy, man. Darren McFadden is the man. And I'll tell you one, one thing right now. You'll be able to say it really loud and proud pretty soon. After this season, people are going to go, oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's true. It was a great pickup. The rest of the draft was questionable. There were some moves in there. I'm glad the Fabian Washington deal went. Uh, but why take a defensive back who's coming into his own, actually, and get rid of him for someone who's never done anything? Um, I do understand that he's going to be a special teams guy, and that's why they got him, to improve the special teams. Okay. You know what? You have to say that they're addressing a need. Okay, they're addressing a need. 
but to just get rid of Fabian Washington for a fourth-round pick. Hey! Anyway, um, what can you say? The Raiders did what they thought they should do. We did get some good players. Uh, we got we didn't necessarily get what we needed, but there is always hope. And I'm thinking if Kelly's on the inside, that's going to make a big difference. He's a monster. And if you guys don't remember, Kelly was voracious, and he would blow through the line a lot of times. He's got a lot of help now, and I believe uh, we'll have a lot better chance of stopping that run because the pass will not be an option with our backfield. So, you know. Our defensive backs are going to be strong. The safeties, you know, I think we got it covered. Um, I'd like to say that I'm going to be pessimistic, but I can't because I'm not going to be. Because I think the Raiders this year, especially in free agency, addressed some serious needs and also went out and did some pretty bizarre stuff, especially in this draft. And the Bards were going crazy. You guys were off the hook. You guys were going crazy. I was going crazy at work after the Darren McFadden thing. And then to go down and get a defensive back, I flipped out eight ways from Sunday. And, well, let's just take a look and see what we got for our drafts for 2007-8 season. Or 8-9, excuse me, 8-9 season. Okay, here we go. Observations from this draft. First pick at number four, Darren McFadden from Arkansas. Insane. Need I say more? Check out his YouTube stuff. Check out, you know, him, who he is. He's he's pretty insane. The only worry I have about Darren McFadden is the baggage he carries. The guy... You know, he had a tough life growing up, and it's hard to break away from that kind of stuff. I hope and pray that uh, they've got a good handle on him and and set him in the right direction. You know, not just like I want him to be overshadowed with security. I just want him to have a good time. But you know what I'm saying. Have a good time and have a good life. Be a good person. Be a, be, be a good human being uh, to himself, mainly. Okay, and number at number four, okay, Tavon Branch. Defensive back from Connecticut, who, upon being called on the phone, was kind of surprised that he was chosen by the Oakland Raiders, but was ready to go and work for us right away anyway. You know, you're a defensive back, and you look at Osamoa, you look at Hall, and you think, where do I fit in? So he's actually a pretty good run guy as far as uh, special teams goes, because I think that's what we're going to replace Chris Carr with. That's where we're going. And uh, he's got some great speed, actually. And he's got Coop there to, to help him, uh, mentor him along. So, you know, you could say that was a need, too. Ugh, you know, our glaring needs are just that. They're glaring. But there's no way I would give them an F for, for this draft. They drafted good people. It's just not the people that we all thought that we should get. You know, because we're all tired of being run down by every team, especially the teams in the AFC West. Denver, San Diego, just running all over us. And, you know, I'm quite honestly fucking sick and tired of it, as you are too. Didn't quite get addressed in this draft. So I'm just hoping that the Raiders know what they're doing. And I'm hoping Kelly and Warren, those two guys, and Sands actually starts working for his money. Um, 
we can close it up, especially with the DB. So I got to hope that, and you got to help that too, Ritter Nation, because that's the facts, Jax. That's it. You have to have a positive attitude about it. This is our team, and here we go. We are sliding into the early training camps, the 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 early uh, – right now, I think May 9th, they first uh, come to the to, – uh, uh, the Colise- next to Coliseum, but Alameda. So May 9th, all the rookies will be in there. They'll have a non-mandatory meeting and start the season off right just like that. Playbooks come out, and that's where it goes, folks. The kickoff to the new season is here. We've got our guys. There might be a few alterations and, and changes, but there you go. I know a lot of people are disenchanted with this pick. What can you say? But you got to look at the positives. You, you really do. You know, we got some wideouts, Shields and Shillins. So these two wideouts are bigger guys. I don't know what this means for Higgins, but it could be that Higgins is out uh, and just maybe just be a punt return guy. Of course, Shields, we've got this whole thing in our face as a knee injury of some kind uh, that's been completely healed per the doctors. Uh, why do we have to have guys with knee injuries? Seems like we got every one of them. <laughs> But nonetheless, man, those two guys are pretty doggone fast and should separate, which is something we haven't seen in the Raider Nation in quite some fucking time, which is called separation. And that goes with speed and skill. And if these guys can, just one of them can do a good job, I mean, we'd be really, really uh, beneficial for our team. Jamarcus, we got Zach Miller coming in, uh, which will take the, the heat off the center. They'll come right up the underneath. And that's where he's going to catch a lot of his balls. I think we got a good team. Uh, we got this kid, Scott. Uh, Scott is a defensive uh, end, and uh, he's a light defensive end, but he's a young guy, and he's getting bigger, and he's a good development guy. And let's hope that he hangs around, and he's a guy worthy of drafting. Uh, we have Kalima Edwards, of course. He's been struggling, you know, but he could. He could – Come in immediately and be a new man found on the Raiders. You never know, especially on this defense with the dynamic players we got on the defense, man. We got some pretty hefty players. Now, Fabian Washington gone to the Ravens. And I I hear he was disgruntled. You know, what are you going to do with someone like that? What is What are you going to do with someone like that? Well, lucky for Kiffin, he had the opportunity. Al Davis gave him the wave, and he was out of there. Now, I'm just hoping that uh, all our draft picks pan out. They weren't our needs. You know, they weren't what we really needed to have happen. Um, There's been also talk here of what if he holds out? You know, I don't want to give, I don't want to hear about that bullshit about what if he holds out. Why do we have to come that way? Well, it's the Raiders, right? That's exactly right. They come at us that way, and that's what they like to do. Well, they're not going to be able to do that for much longer. I'll tell you, Run DMC will be popping, and the haters, they're going to continue to hate, but their voices will be muffled by cheers from the Raider fans. I'm going to tell you right now. And in your face, man, I'm telling you right now, all those people for the last five years. I'm not saying vengeance is here right now. But I'm saying I can see it around the corner, and it looks pretty damn good from here. So just keep the faith, Raider Nation, because this draft wasn't terrible. 
You know, I wasn't real happy with the way it went down. We got some quality players, and we're just going to have to move on. I'm just excited that we're here at this point in time, and this is going to be our team, and we can see it develop. Uh, that's going to be a very cool thing, and we'll see what happens here over the next three or four months. Going to be pretty crazy. Raider Take comes in, of course, with a great blog, RaiderTake.com. Sean, the man. Run DMC has haters on their heels. And that, my friend, says a whole lot about what's going on out there when it comes to us in here. Haters going down for the count. Looking at the ground. I think you're a hater. I think you're a hater. Haters everywhere we go. Haters everywhere we go. Haters everywhere we go. Run DMC has haters on their heels. Good news, the media are already hating on our selection of McFadden, just as they were mocking us for considering McFadden prior to the draft. You know you've done something right when the haters are nervous and chattering and making little sense, like saying the McFadden pick fits a typical Raiders pattern of pick, despite the fact that we haven't drafted a running back in the second round or higher in 13 seasons. Witness this excerpt from a lead paragraph from the San Francisco Chronicle editorial, I mean report, about the pick. The Raiders, who started in with Davis, decided outstanding talent triumphed obvious needs Saturday by drafting Arkansas running back Darren McFadden with the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. Hmm. We have an obvious need to score touchdowns, do we not? We're averaging 1.25 offensive touchdowns per game over the last two seasons, which is sub-pathetic. But that Al Davis, he's a crazy man for drafting a playmaker like Darren McFadden. After all, in 14 games last year for the Vikings, rookie running back Adrian Peterson only scored as many touchdowns as our entire offense did in 06. I also love this argument about how we really shouldn't have drafted an elite running back, that we have should have instead drafted a defensive lineman because our top rivals have elite running backs. Get that. Our top rivals have elite running backs. Well, in other words, remain scared instead of doing something like scaring the other guy. That's right. We're stacked at running back, you think? Lamont Jordan is essentially history. That leaves us with Rhodes, who could barely crack our starting lineup last year. Bush, who is unproven at this point, and who couldn't earn activation last year. And Fargus, who has scored six touchdowns for us in five seasons. Fargus has a history of getting injured, as does Bush. If you think any of our opponents was quivering at the thought of our running attack prior to drafting McFadden, I've got a bridge I'd like to sell you. So, was re-signing Fargus a mistake? No, he'll still play. And if you're looking for a, a money mistake, a running back, excuse me, at the running back position, look no further than last year when we paid Jordan and Rhodes millions not to play. The anti-McFadden crowd acts like we've done nothing to shore up our defense. How about Gabriel Wilson for Sewage Swagger? Took his place. 
How about D'Angelo Hall for Fabian Washington? By putting more pressure on the pass and by having a safety who can take care of business in the open field, we will, by default, make progress in stopping the run. Kelly, Warren, Burgess, Richardson, and company aren't chopped liver either. Another argument I've heard that is that running backs don't win championships. Yeah, that's a distinction reserved for defensive tackles, right? How about we stop this nonsense about championships anyway? How about first do something we haven't done in five seasons, which is win at least six games? Then I think we can talk about championships. Ooh, that hurts. McFadden, Russell, Bush, and Miller could help us build a young foundation of an offense and an offensive identity that, as we continue to plug holes in both sides of the ball over the next few years, could eventually take us to the promised land. Now that's how I see it, and I'm all for it. McFadden will light a fire under this offense. Just watch. That, my friends, is from Sean from the Raider Take, RaiderTake.com. Check out his blog. As you can tell, it is awesome. Um, great way to put it. Couldn't put it any better myself. Uh, McFadden, I think, is going to be something very special. Like I said, just watch him run. That's all I got to say. You can even watch him run and put in uh, Michael Bush's video from YouTube and see the difference in running style. You can put in Fargus, too. The neat thing is I've been doing that and it's just taking a look and see how their style of run differs. It's very cool how we have like a Wheatley, uh, Crockett kind of thing going on and uh, with Bush if he's able to play and um, a Marcus Allen-like thing. That's what they compare him to. Let's hope. Let's only hope if he's half as good as Allen will be the bomb. <laughs> and then we're going to have the AFC West Freaking out because, well, you know why. Well, let me hit the bone line right now. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Remember, our anniversary May 20th, folks. Coming up, put something on the bone line. Throw us a bone. And, uh, well, I got a little bone here from a Redskins fan, by the way. And he's a guy that I work with. He's pretty funny. <clears throat> nice guy. Except for he's a Redskin fan, and you know what can I say about that? A Deadskin fan all the way out here in the West. Hmm. I don't know where he got it, but he got it. Must have picked up the bug somewhere along the line. It's not in the genetic tree, I don't think. He's just one of those guys, and he has something he wants to throw on the bone line about our season next year. So you know what? Not that I'm into censorship. I can't do that. I'm gonna go ahead and let this bone line go, and uh, well, let me just let it go, and then I'll go on. Afterwards. Yeah, Ritter Craig. Hey, man, bad news, bad news. I'm looking here at your new schedule, and I see you start season 0-1. KC 0-2. Might have a shot at Buffalo, but they're looking good this year. You were 0-3 going into San Diego, 0-4 going into a bye week. 0-5 in New Orleans. Maybe the Jets 1-5. Baltimore, uh-uh. 1-6. Atlanta, maybe. I'm going to give you that one. Two and six. Carolina, nope. There's two and seven. Miami, I'll give it to you. Three and seven. Denver, Kansas City, San Diego, losses all in a row. There's what do we call it? three and 13. And New England, no chance. Uh, three and 14. 
uh, we're at 17 games, so they're, let's see, oh, Houston, I'll give it to you, maybe. That's another four-win season. You guys might start wanting to pay attention to college football, see you guys are going to be drafting the first round again. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, uh, forgot to tell you, this is the Rowdy Redskin. Just letting you know, I didn't get my name out on the last shout. Anyway, hope that's bad enough to the bone for you. The Rowdy Redskin. <laughs> well, let's see. Redskins. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Redskin, uh, I know that you think you're going all the way to the show, but you lost your head coach, pal. Yeah, you know, the headless horseman runs in the trees. That's what happens, pal. You can't see where you're going. And without a hedge coach that's been there, you got a new playbook, you got a new organization. Good luck. And that's what I have to say about your season. As for our season, I thank you so much for putting so much thought and effort and wonderful um, technical expertise to what we're going to do in our season. But I think you're full of some... Bullshit. Because a lot of those games, my friend, you're going to see a big difference. That's right. Because you weren't counting in one factor. That's right. The Big Mac attack. That's right. McFadden is now a Rada. And now, guess what? The Washington Deadskins are going to be just a footnote as the Raiders start to climb up the road to championship. We'll see you out there. We'll see you again. But I'm going to tell you right now, Raiders are coming. And uh, thanks for for uh, for your bone line, though. I appreciate that very much. That's my buddy at the firehouse, the Rowdy Redskin. Oh, brother. Strikes fear into your heart, doesn't it? The Rowdy Redskin. Terrifying. <laughs> Anybody else, for that matter, please, if you're on another team, throw one in there. I love it. I love it. Throw them in there, it's even better. Yo, what's up, Greg, Randy, and the rest of the nation? This is Tom Head from the Forum. I haven't been on the bone line before, but I've been listening to his show for over two years now. Just want to talk about an article that I read on Yahoo Sports about no college prospect on this weekend's draft wanting to come to Oakland, man. This shit really fucking pissed me off. This motherfucker Jason Cole thinks he can write... Whatever the fuck he, he wants because he works for Yahoo. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, and the nation needs to let him know about it. All right, thanks for everything, Greg and Randy. Hopefully, we'll hear from you again next week after the draft. All right. Dad, damn it! This is our Kansan Raider, and the Lambs took our boy. Long. I'm hacked. But <laughs> this is where it really gets good, see, because we got this, we, we got this boy from Arkansas. <laughs> hey, this is uh, Juan Jorge just calling in to talk a little about our draft. Well, um, you guys on the forum have known, and I've let my opinion known that uh, 
I did not want McFadden. I wanted a Chris Long, Glenn Dorsey, Vernon Colston. Um, but I also said that McFadden is a very, very, very talented player. It's just we are stopped at running back. Now, um, I said if we get him, I mean, what am I going to do? Hope that he breaks his leg? No, I'm a Raider fan. I'm ready till I die, and, you know, I'm going to root for him. He's going to be a very, very, very good player. I just feel for Fargus because, you know, he's worked his ass off, been through injuries, and he's got heart. He's a Raider. He puts his body on the line every single play, and we draft a running back. To me, that's kind of a slap in the face. Well, I just hope that we get rid of um, Rhodes and Jordan now because I want to see Michael Bush and, you know, I want Fargus to get half the carries. And, you know, this is we were sixth in the rushing last year in the NFL. Imagine, I, I, I expect this to be, you know, the top rushing team in the league next year. I, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. But trading Fabian Washington was a bunch of bullshit. Why trade Fabian Washington and get some unproven rookie cornerback? Was Fabian was not a, I mean, he did get in trouble once, but Fabian has proven himself a little. Yeah, he lost his job, but why are you going to get rid of him for someone that's unproven? Fabian is definitely better than the guy we got. I don't remember his name, but for a fourth-round pick, I mean, yeah, I knew we might trade him, but, you know, put him in a package, get like a second-round pick or something. A fourth-round pick, give me a break. That's pathetic. We could have got... We picked up Fabian, what, in the first round? In what, I don't know what, I forgot what year. But that, that's ridiculous that we could not get anything more for him. If we're not going to get anything more, then don't give him away. I mean, good God. But otherwise, the way I see the draft is we had one hell of a free agency. And... Um, so that makes up for our draft. And, you know, we got, like, Javon Walker, D'Angelo, William Joseph, Kalimba Edwards, um, and Drew Carter. I mean, we got we got players. So, to me, that makes up for the draft. And, of course, we got Darren McFadden, which, you know, it's going to be interesting. Now that he is a Raider, um, I can't wait to see him out there run, run the ball. Um it's, it's, he's going to put asses in seats, and his jersey is probably, I'd say, going to be the most popular next year. And him and Jamarcus are going to be very, 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 very good for us. And I'm not going to say in the future they need to be good for us now. I'm tired of waiting, and we should start winning now. And if we have another 4-12 and season, man, I don't, I don't even want to think about it. Basically, we have to get 500 or better. If we do not get 500 or better, I, I'm just going to have a nervous breakdown because that will just be pathetic to me with all the money we've spent and the uh, key additions that we've had through free agency. It's going to be pathetic. But I think we will do it. I think we will. I think we can very, very well potentially go 3-1 and one in our first four games. We're definitely beating Denver. We're Sure as hell not losing to the scrubby Kansas City Queefs. They are on the 
downside of their franchise, and they're building their team for years to come. So, you know, they're, they're in the rebuilding mode. And in my eyes, they will win more than four games next year. With Brody Coyle stinking up the place, the guy's a scrawny kid with a decent arm. The only thing we need to worry about is Larry Johnson because they're going to attack, attack, attack with him. But they should not be a problem for us. The Buffalo Bills will be a real contest. Um, I see them as an average team, and on the rise average team, but I think we can take them. The team that I'm a little, little bit nervous about still are the Chargers, just because of the talent they have. Um, but we can very, very well go 3-1, possibly 4-0, but you, know, you never know. You never know. You know, I just want to start winning some football games, and it starts with September 8th. I should even be looking the schedule and seeing what we're going to be at the end of the season. We need to start September 8th. I have always said that the first game determines and um, makes an impact on how the season goes for you. It sets the tone. If you play the first game with 100% enthusiasm and just tear it up that game, well, we're in for a show, and we are in for something great. Now let me take you back to Monday Night Football two years ago. Um, and this is this proves exactly what I mean. It sets the tone. Um, when we played the Chargers, we lost 27 nothing. Sean Merriman killed us. We couldn't run the ball. Ladanian killed us. They didn't even need to throw the ball, and that was just a pathetic game. Well, the rest of the year, that's what happened. The quarterback on the ground most of the time. I can't remember how many sacks it was, 70-something, between Walters and uh, Brooks. It was just a pathetic year. Now, back to last year when we played the Detroit Lions, we were in the game, and, you know, that's how the season was. We did win four games, but in most of our games, we were in them. We were close in them. We just could not finish. So it'll be interesting to see how we finish the first game, and I just want to beat the crap out of the Broncos. I want to – I don't care about the whole character crap. If we're winning 45-plus – in the fourth quarter with two minutes left and we're at the 10-yard line, go for the touchdown. I hate them so much. We need to kill them now, and we need to beat them. We need to beat them now, and we need to stop losing to these assholes. But I think we will beat them, and it will be very, very fun and very, 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 very cool to be in a seat. And as for people that don't have a ticket to this game, you have to get your hands on tickets when they get out. Um, there are ways to get out there. Trust me, I am, I, I, I'm 17, and I'm already going to games. You find a way, whether whatever it takes. Money should never ever be an issue, but because I am not rich, but you got to work for what you want. If you want to, if you, if you're a diehard fan and you want to get to this game, you will go to this game somehow. I don't care what you're dealing with or what you have to do the next day. You have to get to this game. This game is going to be huge. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be the best. And we're going to kill the Broncos. And it's going to be, it's going to set the tone for the rest of the year. Mark my words. Well, that's all I got with the, with the whole draft. You know, I, 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 I guess I'm happy with McFadden. It was, like I said, it wasn't my first choice. I really wanted Chris Long. That didn't happen, so... Now we have a home run hitter on offense. We'll see what he can do. Um, you know, I'm happy with our team. 
what we've done this off season is definitely not over yet because we still got to figure out what we're going to do with Lamont Jordan, Dominique Rhodes, if we're going to release him, trade him, or whatever. We already got Fabian Washington taken care of, even though it was a bunch of crap that we only traded him for a fourth-round pick. But we're also going to bring in some free agents from that didn't get signed or that didn't get drafted, you know, to come in and see if any of them make the team. Like remember, Chris Carr was an undrafted free agent, so you know a lot of a lot of good players get taken. So maybe we can find a gem um, in this um, year's undrafted free agency. We'll see. But as of right now, that's all I got. Um, and go Raiders. And stay tuned because this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun ass ride. Peace. So. Uh... Let's move on to the Rain Nation podcast comments forum section, shall we? Okay. Here we go. I was laughing my ass off when I was reading these boards. They are so funny. Okay, this is on the NFL draft. We got like 400, 400 um, comments on this draft alone. So it was pretty trippy on uh, how many we got. So here we go. The NFL draft by Shady Raider. <laughs> you know what, man? I love the passion. That's what I'm going to tell you. I just love the passion of the Raider Nation because there's nothing like it. And his quote is, no one can be mad about the DMAC pickup. Chris Long was gone. Okay, here we go. I agree overall, and I, I agree overall. I, I am disappointed with this draft. With Long gone, we really couldn't go wrong with anybody left at number four. Although, this is least needed player of the three left to us. Dorsey, Golston, McFadden. We got a playmaker, that's for sure. Then with the remaining picks we had, we bombed so fucking bad I can hardly fucking believe it. I just love it, man. Shady Raider, this is funny. You guys got to read these things. Training up to get Branch with the few picks we had considering free agent moves we had made and current talent on the team, that has to be one of the worst fucking picks I've ever seen us make. Damn it, I'm still pissed. I mean, everybody knows I was against picking McFadden over Golston, but... He is a big enough playmaker and talent to justify picking him. I can't be mad about that, but follow up that by addressing some glaring needs with our other four picks for fuck's sake. Moving up to get Branch? Are you fucking joking? I honestly have never, ever been so mad at anything the Raiders have ever done in my fucking life. I love this guy. Two fucking wideouts. Two out of five picks when we had like eight to ten already on the roster. Ah! <laughs> no linebacker taken at all. No defensive tackle taken at all. No offensive lineman taken. 
A few with a, with few picks in this draft, our second pick with a fourth was a very important pick for us, especially if we were going to take a, taking a luxury pick in McFadden in the first one. After taking McFadden, the next pick screamed draft a need. With several very good linebackers on the board and a couple of project defensive tackles, maybe a zone lineman or two, we draft a fucking DB. Wait a minute. We, in my opinion, that is the worst draft I've ever witnessed in my life. Raiders draft score a F minus. <laughs> you got one hell of a ran here, Padna. Shady Raider, that is awesome. I can feel it. I can hear it. I can hear you screaming it at the television. Well, you know, just rest assured, everybody else was just as flipped out as you are. Let's just, like I said, man, what are you going to do? We got to just move on. But, you know, it just just goes to show you that none of us know a goddamn thing about what's happening within Al Davis's mind or what the Raiders are going to do. Okay, here we go. Raider Rico, Rico comes in. Positives. As much as I wasn't in favor of drafting, drafting with Fadden, He'll probably be the kind of guy that quickly makes me happy we drafted him. Trading Washington away was a smart decision in favor of Tavon Branch. Now, I, I don't feel that way, but I'm glad you do. Somebody does. Negatives. What the deuce, Fargus, Rhodes, and Bush are all very capable backs and are extreme lacking and run-stopping over the past several years should have been enough to convince Al that we needed Dorsey. Now we're going to just have to just a big a problem with Dorsey as if, if we had with Allen when we play the condiments. And what's with no O-line? Yeah. Final grades, C-. minus. The only thing that would have made the draft easier to watch would have been if Roger Goodell said, with the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft, Al Davis selects Darren McFadden. Okay, you know, that's true, because Al Davis, instead of saying the Raiders, that's exactly right. Okay, Pirates life for me. No one can be mad about the DMC pickup. Chris Long was gone. We can't draft Dorsey um, when we already paid Kelly so much to play the three. With Lamont being cut, Rhodes only having one year in his contract, Fargus and Bush being injury-prone run DMC was a perfect pickup. I was hoping for a long but after he was gone, I was praying for run DMC. That's exactly how I felt, too. The two wide receivers both have upsides, but then come with heavy downsides. Rick, in the, in the long run, cleared up two major points. He has had a major knee injury. He hasn't played football since early 07. Seals will be a toss-up. And whether until training camp, we'll see what happens in preseason, and we'll see if what we're, we're going to do with him. I am just glad that we did draft two wide receivers in this draft. Better than them going and getting another running back free safety <laughs> or quarterback. Cornerback. I knew that they got branch, but I meant two cornerbacks. P punter, kicker, or QB. So they could have done a lot fucking worse. And when you look back at the recent drafts, this one isn't our worst. You're right, man. That's exactly true. This is not our worst draft. And, 
Well, like I said, man, it's always a crapshoot, but you guys are funny. Raider Mayock comes in. I quite liked our draft. I believe you take the best athletes you can. The team has obvious needs, but if the talent available in the draft is going to make a difference in those positions, you take the best athletes, and then you look to use those free up um, options for trades and free agent acquisitions. Let's face it. Our drafts normally don't work out too well anyway. <laughs> That's funny. And this more um, and more about the quality and consistency of the coaching staff than about the quality of our scouts. I agree. Right on, man. Raider Mayock, that's true, man. Two years under Kiffin. Please, let's start to win so we can have three under one coach. Oh, gosh. Make it be so. Colorado Chris, I'm taking the high road. Years of knowing Greg. Our picks are kind of funky, but we just don't know until the ball's in play. The cornerback pick was whack. And I will agree with most of you angry mofos. But I like the pickup with Darren. Uh, we aren't as stacked as some of you think. We just had a lot, have a lot of backs, old ones and unproven ones. I think this camp will be great. In fact, um, that potentially four guys will be working for a couple of spots. It's a win-win situation. We are banking on Sands and Kelly to muscle up. So, again, we have to wait and see. As for Rick, I'm glad you live in the foothills of Sierras. You're seconds away from climbing a rock tower and taking aim. Imagine Rick walking around the city with a temper. <laughs> Rick, you're taking shots, man. It's the passion, brother. It's the passion you got for the Raiders. That's what it is out here. That's what it is up in here. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Raider Rodney put in here from Yahoo Sports. Oakland Raiders get an A- minus from Yahoo Sports. Uh, that's pretty trippy that we got an A-, minus, but we got an A-. minus <laughs> Because we got Darren McFadden. That was the only reason we came, uh, came close to that. Okay, let's see. Let me go on here. Now, my partner, Randy, has this great post, and um, <laughs> he thinks it's great. Anyhow, <clears throat> okay, I think we're going, going about this the wrong way, he says. Screw drafting based on best available. Screw drafting based on filling a need. Let's scan the remaining available players on the board and find out the best names that we would like to hear Greg try to pronounce on the podcast. <laughs> okay, here's what I mean, and this is what I came up with. I swear, this draft is weak in entertaining names. Out of about 300 remaining names in the draft, these 10 players are the best I could come up with. Even Greg can pronounce most of these. Okay, I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> Okay, Randy. This first one is a defensive tackle from Michigan State. Ogmidi Nabingbo. And for all of you who think that I'm an idiot, if the spelling is like this. Get out your pencils. It's O-G-E-M-D-I is the first name. Last name is N-W-E-G-B-U-O. You guys figure it out. Call me on the bone line and let me know. 
Because there's no way. Here's another one. Eric Bakhathian, Bakhathian, Hussein Abdullah, George Chukwi, Mackenzie Bimadu, Digger Bunyak, Kolo Kapanawi, Mario Urita, Uritia, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, and Jalen Parmili. Okay, there you go. I gave him my best shot. <laughs> That's the best it gets. Now, here's another thing I want to just throw out there to the Raider Nation. I'm going to go on a rant saying, why ask these guys the stupid questions? And before I leave this, why ask those guys the stupid questions? The stupid questions like, what do you think about coming to the Raiders? Well, what do you think the guy's going to say? Like asking Rob Ryan, why did we pick, um, why didn't we pick up a defensive tackle? Uh, what happened with Washington? Why did we get rid of him? Nobody's going to answer any of the difficult questions because it's the Raiders. There's a lot of talk about uh, potentially adding, drafting a run-stopping tackle or Dorsey or someone like that. How much decision not to that was what you guys think we have in Sands and Kelly? Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think we have very talented defensive tackles uh, here. And, you know, uh, everything is about run stopping and things like that. I think the first thing is we got to fundamentally work on our tackling, uh, which we're going to address. There's a couple things in, in our scheme that we're getting fixed. You know, uh, you just blame me for the, you know, I know we could have done better and we've got that worked out and, you know, we're tired of watching tape. We can't wait to get started back at it. And obviously moving Tommy Kelly inside is going to be huge for us. Um, you know, and also, you know, Gerard Warren is out here working every single day. Uh, you know, we're excited about those tackles. No question about it. Nobody's going to answer any of the difficult questions. And when these guys take these things, they write them down. Um, I mean, did you look? I got one thing. Did you look and see how Kiffin lied to everybody about how we're thick at the running back position and really wasn't something we were looking at? And then 20 minutes later, he's a Raider. Lane, you said on uh, Thursday that running back wasn't necessarily a need, but if there's a star there that you just can't pass, you would you know, look at taking him, but that's just the case with McFadden. He's just too good to pass up. Yeah, that was definitely the case. And I mentioned a number of times the running back was not a need for us, and it wasn't. Uh, we're kind of piled there with a number of really good running backs and guys coming back, and, and including Michael Bush, who we don't even know enough about yet. So um, it was not a need, but it, it became a situation and it was something that, uh, speaking for myself, that I, I knew months ago that this was the guy that we had to have. And, and we had to figure out a way to get him, and hopefully he was going to fall to us. And we lost the coin toss to move us to four, and that, that scared me a little bit there. And um, But fortunately, he was still available, and, and in the end, we got everybody on the same page, and um, we're, we're, all, we're all real excited. That goes to show you how it is with the Raiders. you got to really think a lot when they say things and, and really think a lot into what they say because it is never what they say. You know, talk about coming from the horse's mouth. I'm telling you right now, folks, all this banter about how everyone's patting each other on the back about this draft, you know, that kind of thing. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Long story short, the draft was good. The draft is over. On to the next thing, the training camps, uh, the non-mandatory camps start May 9th through 11th. 
They will be in Alameda checking out film, looking at their lockers, uh, getting the, the very first of our new uh, 08 Raider team rolling. It's on the way, folks. We're just starting this season, and trust me, it's going to be a good one. I can feel it, and I'm not kidding. we got a great team of young players, and we have a consistent coaching staff and playbook. Hoo-ya! got to love it. Thanks for listening to Raider Nation Podcast. I will be back soon with other news from the Raiders very shortly. Until then, I'm Raider Greg, and I 